Lancelot as part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Spaghetti and meatballs. Fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's happening, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Every single day of the year, you can find these guys free picks. Yes, it's all free. Extrapoints.com. Now you have to put up money. I don't know where you bet. I hope it's on Fandle. Uh, Fandle.com slash against all odds. Play them, fade them, do whatever you want. Also on extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have free to play games. And uh, I'm going to review last week the college pick them contest. Dan Phoenix got 13, right? He's a winner. NFL pick them. Felix Hernandez. We've verified it is not. The um, famous pitcher, Felix Hernandez, he got 11 right. Mm. NFL prop quiz, only five right. Took home the prize, Joe Riccio. It's a rough week, uh, Mm -hmm. and that prize is a golden hat. So do that every week. Nice. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. We're going to review the Thursday night game, and we have a little – take a trip on the Riverboat Casino. Harry, uh, Harry, you want to give us an update on this Ben Kelly thing? What happened? You're you're, you're blocking some of your listeners – now well, I have I, not some one. I blocked one in my entire life. And it's uh-huh. Ben Kelly. I've yep. asked for one request uh, for him to admit that I was dead right about Sam Darnold. And he was dead wrong. And say, and he needs to say that I was right. He can try. He can give that information to the parlay kid because parlay kid is best pals with Ben Kelly. Parlay kid needs another best friend. But besides <laughs> that, uh, if he can translate that to with parlay kid and he it's confirmed then okay. I will unblock Ben Kelly. So until he does right. that, he's blocked. All right. I think we've lost everybody. I mean, I don't know if yeah. that anyone even understands that, but Parley yeah, well, can't do, do whatever you well, can ben, to make this work. Yeah, well, Ben Kelly has told me when Harry finally admits that he's been <laughs> terrible. Like, he's told me three, like they're buddy three buddy. four months. When Harry can admit that his picks have been worse than Sam Darnold's quarterback play for the last three months, he'll uh, he'll maybe I forgive had a Harry. Bad, I had a bad June and July in baseball, okay? 60 days. Bad baseball. I admit it. It was tough. My my logic and my theories were dead on. It just didn't come to fruition. But now I'm starting to turn it around, I'm starting to get hot on my extra points picks, and I'm doing pretty good with my picks on against all odds. As okay. Well. But it is a little curious that a guy who went 14 and 75 over the summer is delivering ultimatums on, you know, people and how they should own up to their predictions, right? A little bit. I don't know. Just, just, just Ben Kelly. Thursday night football, (laughs) Patriots and Falcons. Falcons catching six and a half at home. 47 is the over under. I have to pass on this because I'm going to pick it wrong. If you're going to wait for the wrong pick, you'll have to uh, tune into Fox Thursday night football, the pregame show where I am on a torrid streak. Torrid or horrid? Four in a row I've lost after winning 11 in a row. So I will pass. I'll let you guys uh, digest this one. I will say it's very strange in that I mean, what did the Patriots win by? The Patriots won by uh, like 33 points and the Falcons lost by 40. And now this is the next one. This is a crazy to be going into this Thursday game, but we'll see. We'll see which way I go. Six and a half went down from seven on Fandle. 47 is the over under. Uh, Parley Kid, start us off. I know you're the world's biggest Patriots fan. Go ahead. Yeah, Sal. Um, look, I, I know... I, I can't imagine which way you're going to go because the Falcons have done nothing but burn us year after year after year. Uh, they burned me last week when I jumped on them to cover against the Cowboys. Maybe a little bit of an emotional hedge 
for me at that time because I didn't want to suffer. But, Sal, we have a Falcons team that got beat up. Not that they, they – look, sometimes these teams rebound after a tough loss. The Falcons got physically beat up by the Cowboys the other day. They might be missing uh, pretty much their best offensive player so far this year. And Patterson could be out. And if he plays, he's going to be limited. Uh, Mike Davis is not who they thought he was when they were getting him. Hence the reason why Patterson, the receiver, has been playing running back. Um, this Patriots defense has been playing phenomenal football. Mac Jones has been efficient. Belichick, what coach can prepare a team better on like three days than Belichick? Nobody. Uh, especially the Falcons coaches are going to be have his guys prepared as the Patriots. The Patriots have been probably preparing for the Falcons for two weeks, right? Uh, I'm sure at this point already. The Patriots are the better team. They're playing great football. Falcons are just too beat up right now. I don't think they can recover after that uh, Cowboys loss. Patriots are flying right now. They're going to cover this, Sal. They're going to cover this spread. Falcons are going to have a tough time scoring against them. Patriots will put up points. Patriots cover the six. And I'm going to say parlay kid over on their 16 and a half money line parlays that you have the Patriots on the front end <laughs> or two Give team teasers, two I mean, team teaser, money line parlay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, now that's under seven. You can get it right. Just to win basically. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sal. Uh, yeah. There's nothing to not like about the Pats to me this week. Especially look, go, we're going to go with the team that has won me money over the years or the team that has lost me money over the years. <laughs> I'm going with the team that always wins, the Patriots. They're playing some of the best football in the league. I got to say, regardless of what I pick on Thursday, I feel bad for them. They they approached me, Fox, like, oh, you're going to do something on 28-3 on the team, that, you know, blowing the 28-3. I'm like, nah, I've had enough of it. I really have. I don't I, know. I, mean, I don't know that they come back from it. I don't know if they ever come back from it. But, um, yeah, that's um, pretty well mine, and, that 28-3 And, and stuff. you know, Sal, I, I'm a revenge guy game I, yeah. guy. A revenge game guy. So is Ben uh, Kelly, unfortunately. I, <laughs> and, and, but I don't see it here. I just don't. I don't know if there's how many Falcons are still left from that team or playing right now, where it even you know means anything to them that that All right. loss. All right, Harry, you are going over the point total. You worried about like a backdoor cover or something here? But you think the Pats are going to score a lot? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Pats over 27 and a half points for the game. At minus 106. Atlanta's 34, 31st in points allowed this season. They have in defense, they have just three picks and put mostly no pressure on quarterbacks. Uh, they are dead last in sacks in the NFL, which if you give time for Mac Jones to find receivers, he's been fantastic in his rookie season doing so. And the Pats, Bill Belichick's team, nobody's been better really on offense lately. Last five weeks, New England averaging 36 points per game. And like I said, Atlanta's defense, very soft in many games this season. Give up big points, big yards. Pats over 27 and a half. Brian, don't we have to see what Belichick's wearing? If it's the octogenarian onesie or what, what <laughs> he's got going on now. He wore a nice shiny jacket to a press conference. He might be losing his mind uh, in a way we, we have never seen before. But you're not taking the game aside. You're taking the total. I'm taking the total. Although, didn't you give us this? You gave us a really good stat last week, right? The teams that didn't cover right versus the right. teams that did cover in the week before you gave us that stat last week. And I think it went four and oh, over four and oh, over the did weekend, it again? Really? over, wow. the we over yeah. last weekend. So this yeah. would, this would fit in right to take the Falcons. Oh, here. But, man. but I, I, but uh, like Parley Kid was saying, I don't trust the Falcons here, especially against the Pats defense. 
you know, they're averaging 19 points per game at home, 14 points per game in their last three. And I think on a, you know, on a short week, I think the Patriots run the ball here. Uh, the Falcons haven't been good against the run. I think the clock keeps moving. Also, just one th- thing to point out, on, in these Thursday night games, it's gone under in seven of the last eight. So mm-hmm. uh, give me the under here, 47. Okay, hard to believe Matt Ryan was Offensive Player of the Year. Two weeks ago, right? Not, not like five. That was that was a couple. That was against the Saints. Was that well, a win? That, against Saints? Well, or yeah. Well, that yeah. was the You know, that was the Saint win. But also, don't forget that game was was about to go way under, right? There was all those right. points too scored scored late in that game too. So. All right, so I could join the party here with props. We each pick props. Uh, Russell Gage. I had high hopes for him in the beginning of the year. I really did. I thought Pitts would open things up for him, and he's been on again, off again. Uh, now with Ridley out, he's a bigger part of the offense, although he had zero last week. I don't know what you do with last week's game against the Cowboys. They just, I feel like they had no offensive plays because if you look at their numbers, it just doesn't even make sense that they ever had the ball. But I'm going over 39 and a half receiving yards, minus 114. A little spark in Russell Gage's game. Had a scrap with Jordan Lewis, Cowboys deep back towards the end. Um, like I said, put up a zero last week, but 64 and 67 yards before last week. He's averaged six targets per week for the, those previous two weeks. Receivers, he mentioned how big, big, uh, not, not a press conference, but he did an interview, talked about how the receivers are going to help each other out. I don't know. Starting to run his mouth, and I, I believe it. I'm going to back him up here. I like over 39 and a half yards. I think he gets in the 50 range. Russell Gage over. Uh, Harry, tell me what you think you like a receiver going over also. Yeah, I like Kendrick Bourne at minus 114, over 35 and a half receiving yards for the Pats. Uh, on Monday, I killed it with my Monday night prop. Uh, Mitchell over 14 and a half rushes. He had 27, 27. So hopefully I can get it again here. Bourne has been a tremendous free agent pickup uh, for the Pats. Leads them in receiving yards. He's averaging 52 a game. Uh, it's three and one this year going for 58 yards or more versus NFC teams and had a se- season high 98 last week versus the Browns in their blowout. So Bourne over one, over 35 over one yards at minus 114. All right. Over 35 and a half. Uh, Parley kid. Well, if you like the game, you like a lot of scoring. You like the Patriots to cover, but Maddie ice to go two touchdown well, passes or more. You know, I'm a sucker for this prop and Maddie ice. And, and this is where look, I am. I'm going to be furious about this at the end of the game. I'm almost doing this for some comic relief here for myself because uh, I, I can't lose with this. If I lose, I'm going to be laughing all night about it. So right. one over one and a half touchdown passes at plus 124 for Matty Ice. Anytime I see this number uh, over one and a half and there's a plus next to it, I'm a sucker for it. Matty Ice, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's gone over one and a half in six out of his last eight games. If you take away that Cowboy game, he had gone over six out of the previous seven. Uh, he's still a pro. He's still, look, they get, they're going to score some points. I think he puts up a cheap one late to go over here, Sal. I just like the value of plus 124. I think they're going to find some tough going, running the ball, especially if Patterson's out. I think they're going to have to take to the air. He'll manage to get one or two. He'll rebound. He threw zero last week. When was the last time Ryan went back-to-back games without a touchdown pass? Yeah, we, I know this, he needs two, but I'm bet. betting on it. This, this bet. This one? This bet. <laughs> <You think laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I'll, I will be hysterical laughing 
If it, if well, it you know what's going to be funny? You and your brother are going to battle it out. He's going to have one. He's going to be driving at the end of the game, whether the drive matters or not. And he's either going to throw a pick or a touchdown. And then one of you there will win go. or lose because Bry, brother Bry, has Matty yeah. Ice to throw an interception. I am throwing an interception. Look, it's minus 158. It's not great value here. But the Patriots, you know, they have nine interceptions in the last five games. That's including picks against Dak and then two against Herbert. Um, Ryan has thrown five interceptions in the last four games. I, you know, I just expect them to be be behind in this game, having to make a play. And I can easily see, you know, if they had multiple interceptions or, you know, uh, minus one and a half here, I would look at the over on that too. You know, I could definitely see him throwing two picks in this game. Uh, and, 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 you know, any bet, I will say, um, I know Parley kids supporting him here, but any bet against Ryan is a really fun one. Like, I, I feel like you have yeah, the whole true. You have the whole game to root against him. This whole game for an for one interception. That's I mean, true. Just give me one. Although he could get hurt on the first drive, and then well, you're both screwed. <laughs> both you lose out. True. I have uh, I have lost. Then I'll lose uh, too. This, with inter, this interception prop bet because of that before. So. Yeah. All right. Me Listen, too. We gave you our game pick. <laughs> we gave you our prop bet, and in a minute after this quick break, we're going to give you our award-winning first touchdown bet. Just take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I promise it's quick. All right, first touchdown. We laid this out Monday. I don't know if you heard, but we're up like something like 61 units or something on the year, Brother Bry, right? If you bet yep. all four of our first touchdown picks over the first 10 weeks, that's like 80 bets. I know you're betting a lot, but we win basically once a week, which, you know, 10 to 1, 39 to 1, 16 to 1, 21 to 1. It adds up to a positive of 61 units as we have it. You're not going to love mine. I like Mike Davis at 10 to 1. I, it's going to be tough to make a compelling case because he only has one touchdown. But mm, as right. the parlay kid mentioned, Cordell Patterson, a game time decision. It's going to be limited even if he plays. They probably won't play him. Listen to Jen Piacenti. Uh, Piacenti says basically going to be a, a miracle, especially on three days rest. Uh, Davis splitting time with Gallman, but I think he's going to get double digit touches and by the goal line. And anytime you have your lead running back for either team at 10 to 1, or worse, uh, I think you got to go with it. There we go. 10 to 1, not bad. Mike Davis sneaks one in from the two yard line, and the Falcons lead 10 0. Whoop, did I say that? With three minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, <laughs> Harry, what do you say? I'm going to take Hunter Henry at 10 to 1. Uh, Mac Jones has 13 touchdowns this year, eight of them to tight end, seven of them to Henry through 10 games. The most touchdowns of Henry's career since his rookie season of eight, and like I said, only through 10 games, has scored six. Touchdowns in his last seven games, had two touchdowns last week, and has had the first touchdown in Patriots games twice this year. So at 10 to 1, give me Hunter Henry. All right. He makes some spectacular catches, too. I mean, he's in it to win it with, the, with these Mac Jones throws. All right. Uh, Brother Brian, what do you like? I do like both of Harry's picks today. I like the Bourne one. I like the Henry. No, um, come on. I, I kind of do. I'm not going to lie. I was actually going to. You like my was, Mitchell one too, Brian. Was, you you like my Mitchell one. Don't get greedy. I, I was actually going to give both of those. And then I looked and I said, fuck shit. And Harry's got both <laughs> of them. Um, but this one's tough to me. There are about like 12 different uh, New England running backs who can score uh, in this game. Also with the Falcons, there's like multiple different options. There's like a lot of guys like uh, uh, questionable here. So I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go with the former Raider here, Nelson Aguilar, 12 to 1. Um, 
there's a, there's just as good of a chance that he drops a touchdown pass. I mean, that that should be a. What do you that, get for that? You don't that get good should, odds that on that. Do that you? should be a prop. That should be a prop. <laughs> uh, but he still managed to be uh, to be targeted five times a game. I think he, he and Bourne are comparable. Um, yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit of a former Raiders touchdown here. Um, and right. uh, I, I like, you know, you get, I mean, Bourne is 11-1, Aguilar is 12-1. So I, I'll, I'll take the better odds here on this. By the way, Parlican, I'm looking at these now. These have to be the worst names after I really I so praised bad. us. Forget Mike Davis, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Henry, and you're, I going, know. you're going with Bolden. Well, I, you know, I was I was going to go with Bolden, um, and now I might have to change because, I mean, he was 13-1 to 1 this afternoon. He's 30-1 to 1 now, so I'm really? checking to see what's up, and he's got a little bit of a hip injury, so who knows if he's even playing tomorrow, All right? right? So that really screws things up. <laughs> so let's. I can't. I I can't take Bolden. I I don't know. Thirty to one's great odds because Bolden's kind of taken over that James White role. Not really running the ball too much, but really catching the ball out of the backfield uh, for them. It looks like Harris is probably going to be back as well. So I don't uh, know listen, the people further. are depending on us here, Parley kid. I just gave. Well, I know. Out, you know we're and these odds. These odds <laughs> for these guys, like like you mentioned this last week, and I know somebody called us out on it with. Because, but because we have been winning, but at the same time, like Jacoby Myers has the third best odds right. at this group. He scored his first touchdown of his career last week. Uh, if you talk to Patriots right. fans, he's never going to not score again. I mean, that was it. Right. He just had to get the one, and that, that was, was it. it. Right, that's yeah. it. But I'm saying he's got he's plus eight fifty here, right? And he scored one touchdown his whole career. <laughs> he, he should be like thirty to one or something to score again. But yeah. that being said, so let's take Stevenson. Scratch Stevenson plus seven fifty. All right. That, he, I don't know where the Patriots keep finding these running backs. They just plug and play. It's it's and and the, you know this guy is a physical specimen. Stevenson. Yeah, I uh, don't like it. Pretty dynamic around the goal line. Let's just take him at plus seven fifty. I'll I'll be damned if, if Bolden scores at thirty to one now. But right. let's go, Stevenson. All right, uh, Mike Davis. My Mike Davis pick just went to eleven to one. So maybe he has. Um... Thigh injury or something. Monster, monster thighs on that guy. All right. Uh, yes, there you go. So that's Falcons, um, Patriots. Like I said, I will be giving out my Thursday night pick, my uh, regular loser, my routine loser on Thursday night during the pregame show tonight. Meanwhile, I should remind you, the NFL season giving us a big week 11 divisional matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. And FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel's giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. Wow, that's a fun one. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. And just to give you some perspective here, I mean, that's basically, wait, who's favorite in that, Brian? That's, that's a Cardinals are minus, Cardinal. Cardinals at minus two and a half. It's up to two and a half now. All right, so Arizona's two and a half. So you can get 30 to one if you like the Cardinals or if you like Russell Wilson to bounce back and the Seattle Seahawks. That would be your move. Yes, do that. Do a same game parlay. Do whatever you want on Sportsbook at FanDuel. Number one rated Sportsbook in America. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. And when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. Pretty good. And if you're already a FanDuel Sportsbook user, FanDuel is hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50 too. See, it's nice, Harry. You give $50. Why don't you hook Ben Kelly up with this? This would be nice. This'd be- <laughs> He's got to move from Utah. Okay. Do we even know he lives in Utah? Anyway, see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Sign up with promo code against all odds this week before the 
Seahawks take on the Cardinals, and you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code against all odds so they know we sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, you know, it's time to jump on the Riverboat Casino. We take sports, pop culture references and questions, and we turn them into betting scenarios here. Now, this 28-3 thing I mentioned, very recognizable score. We try to come up with a kind of prop thing here where you said, what is the most recognizable non-Jersey number in sports? Is it 28-3, Falcons, Pats, even odds? Is it 56, DiMaggio's hit streak, 5-1 to one odds? 100, that might be the winner. Will Chamberlain points, 7-1 to one odds. 72-10, and 10, Chicago Bulls record. Great record, 15-1 to one odds. Or the field at plus 150. Parlay kids, start us off. There's so many to go through here. I was going to say most recognizable score, but there's not as many right. of those, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I try to think of like scores, like anything, any scores st- yeah. stood out to me. Uh, and the, the answer to me was really none. So I started just thinking like, I let my mind go blank and say like, what comes to me when I just think of like sports numbers. Right. So a couple things came to me, you know, it's funny. It's funny. This really has nothing to do with sports. But 52 comes to me because it's Harry's okay. weight loss, right? And right. bam, it's like 52 <laughs> come, super, Fifty-two by Super Bowl 52 was uh, was huge. And that, but I'm not using but that. But you know because, what? Let me let me add something while you're on there. That as yeah. far as scores that are memorable, 52-17 Cowboys over Bills is like one of the very few that I can remember. So 52 <laughs> weight loss, 52 it Super Bowl, 52-17 Cowboys. All this right. is true. So. Kudos to Harry. I mean, that number sticks out to me. Uh, yeah. Good job. Harry, 51 stands out to me. The amount of casinos when you tr- attempted to break oh. the uh, world record. You got mm-hmm. to 51, falling way, way short of the uh, <laughs> when you got to 51. That that stood out. Well, if he so, had still so had so the 52 pounds off of him, he might have been able to get past 51. But that's a whole different That's thing. it, right? And then Can't start so, on the strip. Can't start on the strip. I figured it out. So you can't. Fifty six is such a good one to make. That to me stands out. Yeah, not going to take that. Fourteen and a half. Yankees were back fourteen and a half games against the uh, Red Sox in July when they came back in seventy eight and won. That stood out to me. But so the one, the most, uh, this, the the most iconic one to me, just a sports number. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just we're going to take a jersey number forty two belonging to my favorite player of all time, Mariano Rivera classiest gentleman in baseball. And of course, it was really the last professional baseball player to wear it before number you know 42, Jackie Robinson. Oh, that's right. Jackie did wear it first, right? Yeah. So look, absolutely. Look that up, yeah. He he wasn't the first one to wear it, I don't think, but uh-huh. he was the most important one to wear it. So okay. 42 to me is the number uh, to me that just stands out in my most mind recognizable most. sports number. Okay. 42. All right, brother, Brian, I, I, I got to say, Parley kid gave it way too much thought, but God, bro, <laughs> yeah. Brian, did he give away? Did he give away too much? I was, I was actually going to also say seven fourteen. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, we, first of all, I, I love this question this morning. And then, um, I mistakenly mentioned it to Damashek today in the office <laughs> and, we, and we did four and a half hours on it. So <laughs> now I'm, I'm, I'm so I, goddamn sick of it now, but, um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I had to hear about all Mario Lemieux's records, like as if right, those right. even rank. But go ahead, uh, <laughs> Brother Brian. What do you think? 
Yeah, well, I was going to say that. Were you saying you couldn't do a jersey with this one? or I change it to non-jersey <laughs> because then I feel like you could do all okay, jerseys. Okay, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Go no, ahead. That, yeah. That was a good one. I mean, that was definitely one that stood sure. out. But I, I, you know, and like you said, 28-3 to 3 was definitely the most well-known score I, I could definitely remember except uh, – well, there's some Raiders scores in there. But um, as a kid, though, I always thought the greatest number in sports. I know we, we talked about 56, but to me, you know, 61 was, mm-hmm. always, the, was always the main number, right? I mean, That's as right. a kid, you were just hoping somebody would pass that. I mean, every year that was like the big number just growing up until steroids ruined it. But it's funny, right? You'll always remember 61. But I honestly cannot remember off the top of my head how many home runs Bonds hit. So I, that's the thing, right? So like we, I'll we, never remember that, but I'll always remember 61. I won't remember how many Maguire or Sosa hit. Right. I'll just remember 61. So I just find that it's that's it's such a weird true. number to, to remember we, considering we, it's we, what. We mentioned this. I don't want to cut you off, but we mentioned that. Like when we grew up, we knew all the numbers. And right, Barley Kid, like Cy Young was 511, and that's not going to get beat anyway. But let's say Ripken, right? So Gehrig was 2130. And I, I, I have no idea what Ripken ended up with. Uh, same, same thing 20, with what you're just 2700? saying. Yeah, but same thing with what you're saying, Brother Bryce. 61 was Maris, and, and then McGuire and well, Sosa beat that. And then, like, we don't know who beat, uh, you know, what, what I think Bonds ended up with 70, right? Well, was I was going to say, right, it was 714 to 715. 714. And, and, no. and it's 715 for Aaron when he hit the 715th home run. Yeah, that but was, he. I know me, he ended up with seven fifty five for some reason. Right, but I know seven fifteen yeah. to me was like the, the number right. that, that passed it growing up. Yes, and like I couldn't. I don't know what Bonds' number is now. I like, I, right. You know what I mean? So yeah, the I numbers know. changed now. Uh, yeah. right, and I'm hoping Harry gives us the one. I'm hoping he gives us. Well, let's get Bryce first, and then we'll see. What yeah, the no, no. Is. Well, that no, that was that was it. The 61 was it? Yeah, Bonds. 61. Hit 73. Bonds. Hit. 73. Right. That's what it was. Bonds okay. Hit. There was one other one I had off the top of my head, but Harry might be using it anyway. All right, so Harry. I we've heard uh, big things about your uh, your <laughs> contribution here. So what's it going to be? <laughs> I'm going to take Will Chamberlain. I mean, look, yeah. he's so under, so underrated, so underrated for what he did, right? Plus, if you add the hundred point game in, he's a true undervalued legend. <laughs> I got, I got to be honest, I didn't hear it. What a hundred point? What? What did I said? <laughs> I said so underrated for what he did, right? Plus, uh-huh. if you add in the hundred point game, he's a true undervalued legend. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right. Twenty thousand number, right? You know I understand. We get yeah, the yeah, drums again. You're not the, you're no, not the only one. You're not the only funny one on this show. Well, I can. Uh, well, so far I think I am. I don't know. I mean, that didn't prove anything. Uh, no, that was good, Harry. Good job uh, by you. Yeah, no, a hundred is so easy to remember. Uh, that's disappointing. But th- th- that's. <laughs> hey, Darren. Darren. By the way, Darren, looking at that game though, you know, you twenty thirty six to sixty three. 25 uh, rebounds, and that two other teammates still had 12 or more shots. How did uh, it's Harry, just It's not something you understand, and it's not something that would go we, on today. What number do we uh, all associate Harry with? Like, what's the number we, well, besides I th- 52? I thought it was going to be 316. I thought Harry was going to do the uh, Stone Cold uh, 316. Oh, I thought he was going to go with 23. That was his. That was his roulette number for and for, Dave Justice yeah. and everything. So, Dave yeah. Justice and David Justice, who he had a man crush on. Right. Like not even Michael Jordan. Not denying that. David not going to deny that. David Justice. Well, not going to deny record? that man 14, crush on David. Justice. Fourteen and seventy-five. I like. I like that number. I mean, that yeah. jumps out at me. His his summer record. Uh, how about seventeen <laughs> and zero for the Dolphins? How about? Um, 
I for some reason I remember the Jets Super Bowl that score a lot sixteen seven I remember that jumping out yeah uh, seventeen over Dolphins three fifty nine Roger Bannister the uh, first uh, four minute mile under four minutes right good one uh, how about this not not too much fun Floyd fifty and zero mm. right Floyd Mayweather beats Marciano's record I don't know how many of those last couple are going to count but yeah it's good there one. you go. All right, I think we bored everyone to death at this numbers thing, but it was interesting. To <laughs> no, talk that's about. fun. No, people, got, that's going to make how about, people. How about, how about thirty nine to? How about thirty nine for the Miami Dolphins for the first section? Thirty nine to one. Yeah. How about <laughs> zero? The amount you made off of that bet. I like that too. <laughs> hey, cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Hit us up there with whatever you feel. I mean, basically, it's Harry bashing. Josh writes, "Hey, Sal." Harry and I are Facebook friends. Don't ask me how. And I posted a sweet three-year wedding anniversary post on there just last week with photos of my wife and I and our wedding. I got over 180 likes, loves, etc. But one person decided to respond with the laugh emoji. You could guess it was Harry. People must have been wondering why or who this was. This guy laughed at the sentimental, heartfelt post. Do you think this is a result of him having perpetual cold feet to pop his car? Pop the question with his girlfriend, laughing at everyone else, such as myself, that are eternally locked down to one person. Thank you for getting to the bottom of this. Sincerely, Josh. All right, Harry, why are you laughing at us? Anniversary pictures. I uh, I don't know why. Did I? I don't remember. Josh, I'm sorry. I remember responding, uh, but I don't remember putting an emoji on there. I just, uh, I, just I don't know. Uh, why? Well, why would Josh lie about this? Just be careful. I'm not Harry. saying he's lying. I just don't. Okay. Uh, I don't recall. Okay. Just, uh, just wow, that's a really take his computer from him. Take look, his phone. Might, it might have been. It might have been, it might have been weed gummy night. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh well. Was it a was it a week day or a week night? And then, then yeah. Then like, odds matter. are good that it was. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Cousin Sal against the odds at gmail dot com. Listen to minus three. Listen to extra points. Listen to lemon pepper parlay. Megan fun of sports. Waiver wired. Hit us our, up at the arcade extrapoints.com slash arcade. Babyface Joel Salmon, you have anything to, to say about what you may have heard in the last 35 minutes? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, you're forgetting a few numbers. 10, of course, oh. uh, Antonio Cromartie's kids. I mean, that's a historic okay. number. <laughs> and then right. uh, the streak, 11. I mean, your streak, I will always remember. Uh, uh, oh, son of a bitch. For 11 straight anxiety ridden <laughs> Thursdays. I just don't understand. It seems like last, like I have four losses since then. This, this, <laughs> Year is flying. Um, but most mo- most importantly, I mean, let's give Harry more credit. Yeah. Robbie Ray winning the Cy Young. He called it not even this year, last year. He predicted <laughs> yeah. he would win the last, yeah. probably oh, the, two years ago. Pro- I was gonna say he's probably called it the last two years, except for this year. Right. <laughs> Michael, get ready with the snare drum. Yeah. Another another <laughs> another, another great bet that you didn't uh, profit off of, Harry. Well. Good job by you. We'll be back tomorrow previewing the pro games, the college games, more mail, lots coming your way. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.